Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a lot on my mind. It's kind of a mosh posh of hosh. And so I've just kind of, number one, been watching Golden Retriever videos here on TikTok for a little bit. Number two, I rewrote the sales page for Life on Fire, my signature manifestation course. (laughs) Um, I felt like I needed some honing in, some more of just an upgrade, a rebrand of who I'm talking to. So go and go and look at it if you have not today. (laughs) Today being Thursday, March 2nd. Holy fuck. Um, But I'm going to put all my thoughts into a topic that I'm going to try and tackle for y'all in 30 minutes of how to find happiness. What? (laughs) Who do I think I am? I'm Johnny. That's who the fuck I am. Okay, let's do it. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Okay, we're going to begin at Happiness is not achieving. Happiness is not when I get there, I will be happy. Happiness is not when I have abs or when I lose weight, I will be happy. It's not when I make the money, I will be happy. It's not an external state of getting to, but rather just it's an internal state of connectedness. I don't even want to say it's an internal state of being because I feel like people or like happiness is a choice. I I don't I don't really vibe with that. I'm more so vibe with as you get so deeply connected to yourself and the universe and God, your higher self, your soul, whatever. It's a natural state of being that we were born into this world being happiness happiness, love, light, you know, and I was having a conversation with my brother, I don't know, a while back, and he was saying, like, he basically alluded to the fact that, like, we just kind of have a shitty fucking life, and happiness is this magical state of being that everybody tries to achieve to get to, and, you know, instead, let's just drink some alcohol, essentially, was kind of the the dumbed-down version of the conversation, and my brother is a brilliant fucking human. Um, but I don't know, his son was going through something and he just like kind of distracted him. And instead of allowing his son to cry, he just like really distracted him. And of course, I don't have children and I'm not trying to judge anybody's parenting skills. But I was like, dude, like, what if you just let him fucking cry? <laughs> you know, what if you just held space for him fucking crying instead of just distracting him? He's like, isn't that just what we all do? You know, let's just distract ourselves. Let's just drink. Let's just... My brother does not have a drinking problem, but you know what I'm saying. I guess I should have maybe taken the fact that it was my brother out of this, but nobody knows him, so it's fine. And he definitely doesn't listen to this. But anyway, yeah. So he very much was alluding to just the way that we experience the world as adults. You know, let's normalize just avoidance of feelings to just pretend to be happy. You know, it's like you've ever, if you've ever been to a bar, which I'm sure that you've had, like you get there before everybody's like kind of drunk 
and it's actually kind of miserable. Like you just, I haven't been in a bar in a while where this has happened, but, um, you know, it's just kind of miserable. And then you look around and you're like, oh, like nobody's really talking, nobody's smiling. And then like, you know, an hour and a half later, everyone's just like loud and having the time of their life. You know, that's, that's not happiness. <laughs> that's temporary, like, you know, temporary, I don't know, upgrade in how we feel because of a substance. But if we need substances to feel at peace or calm or happy, even weed, you know, weed is just something that is so fucking normalized and it's quote unquote better for you than alcohol, which I'm not here to tell you what to do. And I'm not here to dispute which one's better or worse. I definitely think weed is better for us. But the whole point is that we shouldn't need substances to make us feel happy. We shouldn't need the next level of money or the next car to be happy. Yeah, we follow with that? <laughs> Making you question all your life choices. Goal achieved. Um, yeah. You know, if you've ever had a physical body goal, whether it was a healthy body goal or not, many clients come to me as people who are recovering from disordered eating in some way, shape, or form. And you, you had the body goal, but then you achieved the body goal in some way. You didn't even think you achieved it, even though you actually technically achieved it. And you just thought I had to keep going, had to keep going, had to keep going. Where's the next level already? Hello? I, okay, I just need to lose more. I just need to make more money. I just need to do this. I just need to do that. Right? And you didn't actually become happier. You were still relying on, oh my goodness, there has to be a next level. Now, you all know I'm here to manifest massive, beautiful things, massive up levels in our physical life. It's an epic experience to have. But without backing from a sense of contentment and fulfillment as we are and being connected to love and being connected to happiness and being connected to ourselves and spiritually connected... It's just consistently going to feel empty. And that's where, you know, you make a fuck ton of money and you're like, oh, that wasn't the thing. It's like, we just think we need to check off the boxes of happiness. Yeah. Check off the boxes of getting the degree. Cool. Checking off the boxes of getting a high paying job. Cool. Checking off the box of getting married. Cool. Right. But we're not guided from an internal sense of what feels like a deep fuck yes fulfilling experience. You know, and so if you're just stuck checking the boxes externally, you will never feel happy, true happiness. You know, you might say you do and it might be Instagrammable and you might be like, yeah, I'm so much happier than before. But have you really checked in with that? Have you really... <laughs> Sorry, I had to put my phone on. Do not disturb so I don't lose this. I would be very annoyed. Um, but have you really checked in with that? Not society's version of happiness, but have you really checked into your internal being? 
the thing that I want to drive home for you in all of my content, in my signature manifestation and personal growth, inner work, course, life on fire, the thing that I really want you to take home is that your natural state of being gets to be peace, happiness, love, calmness. And for those of us that are high achievers, we're constantly on the next thing. I need to sell the next house. I need to sell the next client. I need to have this in order for me to be happy. Ooh, yesterday I found out that I lost um, a friend of mine to overdose. And he wasn't a super close friend, but he was somebody that... Uh, he may have been on the podcast, actually. No, I don't think he was on the podcast, but he definitely guest coached for me. His name... I'm not going to give his name, but anyway. Um, yeah, I found out that he died yesterday. He actually died a few months ago. And it's crazy because I literally talked to him two days before and he was doing so well. So it's really fucking crazy. And he was somebody who was so stuck in the, I'm going to achieve my way to happiness. I'm going to achieve my way to happiness. So he built a really successful fucking business, tons of money each month. And then relapsed into drug overdosing and just drug usage in general and alcohol abuse and all of that. And he grew as a spiritual human and then went back to doing life as he normally was, which allows us to rely on coping mechanisms or lends ourselves to rely on coping mechanisms like alcohol and drugs. And let's make a fuck ton of money, even though inside I feel completely fucking empty. And you might not have an extreme case like that. I know I um, never had an extreme case of, you know, using drugs or alcohol. But we have mild forms of it, right? Mild forms of it that end up not feeling good. And there are certain coping mechanisms that society deems okay to avoid the healing work, to avoid coming back to a state of bliss as we are and a state of love as we are. You know, and those coping mechanisms are working out. Those coping mechanisms are weight loss until it becomes an amount that people are like, oh no, that's unhealthy, you don't look good, right? There's so much more to that, but I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> um, it comes in the form of obsessiveness around health, it comes in the form of, you know, binge drinking for happy hour or even just, yeah, just having that be the highlight of our day. You know, and again, it doesn't need to be these extreme cases like my friend experienced. But when are you going to look at the behaviors that you hold as reflections of either I'm loving myself or this is actually coming from a different place. I feel fulfilled or this is actually coming from a need to fill a hole somewhere. You know, and you might, you don't need to know what that hole is, but almost 100% of the time the hole is not feeling loved. It can even come in the form of Ending up in relationships and partnerships with people who 
we're just using to fill a void, fill a hole. Because we need to feel needed because we don't feel whole as we are. We're getting super spiritual today. I love this. <laughs> that was actually my goal with this podcast. So yeah. I want to leave you with a lot of those questions just for you to hold space for yourself around. If you're looking for happiness, which is the reason why you have clicked on this podcast, or you're craving a deeper sense of happiness, you will never find it in the external world. I will guarantee that. You know, that's where, you know, Robin Williams, for example, killed himself. I believe he hung himself, right? Um, a person who made everybody else fucking happy, but yet was so unfulfilled internally. And when you start leading your life from this sense of fulfillment and love and having this natural state of being that you're now connected to. I say natural state of being. I say connected to it because it's not a, a thing you need to work for. It's a thing that you need to remove the layers preventing you from feeling that. And I never knew what that really was. I just thought that everybody overachieves. And if you don't overachieve, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You know, if you're not working 24-7, what are you doing with your life? I used to have a motto, if it doesn't make me... um healthier or wealthier I didn't fucking have to, or smarter I didn't have time for it healthier wealthier or smarter I didn't have time for it there was no happiness there there was no drive for happiness and so what was my depiction of health it was my leanest body it was my most cut strongest body it was how strict can I be which yes there are times where I love to be stricter and I love to haul fucking ass. But when you're doing it because you're trying to fill a hole of a lack of happiness and a lack of love for yourself as you are now, even in terms of manifestation, you will never manifest your dream body from a place of not, from a place of hating yourself. The energy of, Okay, my dream body is something that I love, right? That, that's what you think. My dream body, whatever it is, which is totally valid, is something that I love. But where I am is something that I hate or where I am is something where I'm not good enough. You cannot work from a place of not good enoughness and expect to ever feel happiness or love for the external thing. It's two different energies it will not add up so number one what happens is you make your life harder you make your journey harder because now you're just working to work you're working out because you're like oh i need to you're working out and you're showing up for your health because i shouldn't be doing that and i should be doing this because i'm gross the way i am or because if i do that i will end up gross it's a negative energy behind it and you're trying to manifest something positive from a negative place that doesn't work so inherently you're working and you might see success you might see a lot of fucking success but you won't feel that success and you want that explosive success you want that like i've been working out for how many fucking years and i still don't feel that way Okay, let's jump to fucking feel that way. You want that explosive success. And as you jump to feel that way now, as I'm like snapping 
in the background. I don't know. It's just a, it's a vibe right now snapping. <laughs> um, you want to jump to feel that you want that fucking leap in the physical world. You want your body to look so fucking amazing and you want to be in massive love with it. Acknowledge that deeper desire. Yeah. Acknowledge that deeper desire. Fun fact, I have two mentors, my piano teacher and a business and success mentor who both are, were born outside of the U.S. And they use like, yeah, a lot. They're like, oh, yeah, this is this, yeah. And so now I find myself picking it up. And I used to say, right. And I don't know, whatever. It's just a thing now, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> so you want to feel that, that love too. Acknowledge that you don't just want the money. You want the deeper feeling of what? What is that money going to give you? What is that next client going to give you? What is that feeling, that deeper feeling of when I'm 135 pounds? And I was talking to somebody one time who I used to coach in, in health. And she was like, yeah, I just, I have this number in mind. It needs to be like in the 130s. Okay, well, what? that's fine. But what does 130 have to do with the feeling you desire? If you can get to the feeling of whatever it is that you desire, you will achieve the thing you want. Number one, this lady had been on her health journey, had been saying, I want to lose weight forever, ever, ever, ever. And you end up in that cycle of needing to lose weight forever and ever and ever and not really being quote unquote there because you're not following that inner guidance. You're not in tune with the part of you that is already whole. You're not in tune with the part of you that already feels that thing that you think the weighing 135 pounds is going to give you. Now, weighing 130 pounds or whatever the thing is can 100% be a physical goal that you have. But what if it was 140 pounds and you looked way fucking, you looked the same? Did you ever have to worry about it being 130 pounds? No. I remember I used to fit myself into a box if I need to be less than 120 pounds. I had a friend, I had a workout partner who weighed around the 115, sometimes like 110 if she was doing a bodybuilding competition. I had a bunch of other friends that also weighed like below 115 pounds. And when they got to like 115 pounds, they were like, oh my goodness, this is heavy for me. So they would go back down. But meanwhile, like the 120s were always like where my body was naturally laying at that time, whether I was, you know, gaining weight, what I felt was like a little bit too much. I would go back into the 120s and be like, okay, that's a cool number. And then I would, you know, go below and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's the thing. I like being this tiny, which I do like being a tiny human. I feel really good as a tiny human. I feel like I can move a lot better as a tiny human. And then one day I just stopped weighing myself. I just literally stopped giving a fuck about it. I had a friend in my dietetic internship who was like, yeah, I never weigh myself. I just go by the way my clothes fit me. And I was like, what? How do you, how do you not weigh yourself? <laughs> and at that point I was basically about 120 pounds, maybe 124 pounds. And I just decided to stop weighing myself. I forgot what allowed me to get to that place, but I just stopped fucking weighing myself. I guess I just realized how much the pattern was not helping me. And then I remember I looked so good. I had abs. I was really fucking lean. I had muscle. I wasn't like too lean. I don't really like that look on me, you know, where you see muscle striations and all of that. And you see every single muscle carved out. I'm not like a bikini competitor. Never will ever go that route. So like, you know, I like a little bit softer, but I like to see some muscle cuts, right? 
And so I remember I like looked re- like the way that I had always wanted to look. And then I weighed myself and I think I weighed 135 pounds. 130, 135, it just depends on which like kind of realm I was talking about. And I was like, oh shit, I never had to worry about being less than 120 pounds. I never had to have the goal of being less than 120 pounds. Now per BMI, per what I was taught as a dietitian, per whatever, I was supposed to weigh between 105 and 115 pounds, 115, yeah, something like that. So technically I was like above for my height because I'm a tiny human, I'm five foot two. I might have the numbers wrong. Might be a little bit higher, 100, I don't know, whatever. I think it was 105 to 115. And so, you know, I kind of, I had all these influencing factors telling me what it was going to take for me to be my healthiest self. So when I associated health with something, it was less than 120 pounds. And then when I stopped giving a fuck about the 120 pounds or less than 120 pounds, it became oh, I just want to feel really good. I remember when I started my manifestation journey, I just envisioned feeling really sexy, feeling really confident, feeling just like a yes within my body, whatever that felt like. And then that got me to 135 pounds, but it visually got me to the body that I wanted. And I was in probably the best shape that I was at that time. I was running all the time. I was doing sprints all the time. I was heavy weightlifting. I was putting so much energy into it. And so what if... What if we just removed the physical quote-unquote shoulds of what should make you happy? Just for a moment. And we came back to what is it that happiness feels like to you internally? You know, what are all the areas of your life that really fucking matter? Health, wealth, fulfillment love, yeah, these deeper, these deeper feelings, a deeper feeling of wealth as well, is what I'm referring to. And what if you followed those feelings? What if you got so connected to that internally for yourself that you followed those feelings? And you didn't measure it by, you know, is my waist getting smaller? or there's a realm of time in my health journey, especially when I was studying nutrition and fitness, where we used waist circumference as a thing. And, you know, I became obsessed with, like, my waist has to be smaller. You know, if it was above 30 inches, I was like, oh, my goodness. Now, I couldn't tell you what my fucking waist is, and I can tell you I'm not at any higher risk for heart disease, guaranteed. (laughs) You know, the world focuses on the physical world, and that's why we focus on it. But we were born not focusing on the physical world. You know, if you think of when you were a child, did you care what Susie's waist looked like? Did you ever put on clothing thinking, I look so fucking fat and gross, I'm unhappy today? No, that was learned. That was learned from your fucking mom, probably. Fucking mom. (laughs) Yeah. And so it fucked with you. It became your way of being to say, I'm not good enough if I have fat hanging over my pants. 
I remember I had this kid in, in junior high school. I liked him. And uh, we were kind of friendly or whatever. I mean, I liked him for the wrong reasons. He was basically just a douchey kid. That's what I thought, you know, liking someone was. But that's a whole different conversation. And I remember he said something to me or said something to somebody else saying that, oh, yeah, Johnny bent down and her fat was hanging over her pants. Granted, I was 120 pounds. <laughs> I barely had any fat on me. I was a very healthy, I mean, unhealthy, and I ate fucking shit growing up, Pop-Tarts and bagels, and not that any of those things are inherently bad. I think Pop-Tarts are actually inherently bad, not that bagels are inherently bad, but just my diet was processed fucking shit all the time. Um, starving and then processed shit, starving and then processed shit. It was just a behavior that it took me a long time to break. And I didn't break by needing to lose more weight, and I didn't break by... <laughs> needing to look a certain way. But yeah, I remember he made that statement. My heart was broken because number one, I was really insecure of my lower pouch. As small as it may have been, it was the part of me that like, if you had to fix anything on the physical body, that's what it would be, yeah? And so when somebody that you like mentions that, you're like, ah. Oh. Ooh, there is a problem there. Maybe he would like me. Maybe that means he doesn't like me because of that, right? We associate things. We make these associations in the world. So then it becomes, I need to fix my body and to fix my body and to fix my body. Listen, get rid of your lower pouch. It's fine. But you're not going to get rid of it by shitting on it. Like point blank or whatever the fucking statement is. You will not get rid of anything. You will not shift anything positively from a negative energetic fucking state. That's why if you've ever been in a state of just like feeling really good and things were just flowing and things were going really well and kind of all areas of your life just kind of fell beautifully and you didn't even have to worry about it. Maybe you found your life partner who you so deeply fucking love when you weren't even thinking about it, but you were just feeling good and taking care of yourself and loving yourself. That's why. Because that's what you were a match for. But if you're constantly living in a state of when I get there, I will be happy, you are a match for not enoughness. You're a match for everything in your physical world that makes you feel like you're not enough. So that's why you can be doing the things in health and being like, I'm doing the things to get my lower pouch away. And then it's just somehow growing and you're like, what the fuck, bitch? I'm not like, what? I guess working out doesn't work for me. Y'all, there are so many of you who listen to this podcast who work out like fucking animals yet live in a body that doesn't reflect that in your mind. And whether it does to the external world or not, I'm just going to talk about your mind. When are you going to see that it's the intention and the energy behind your actions that will get you to the physical body you desire? It starts with you loving yourself. It starts with you being so connected to yourself. It starts with you being so internally just ah, oh, connected to that part of you that's like, yes, this is me. Yes, I feel connected. Yes, I feel love. Yes, I feel just perfect as I am internally. And that's how you attract the things externally. That's how you achieve a state of happiness because you're already feeling it. That happy part of you is there. That love part of you is there. When we think of happiness, we think of love, yeah? 
We think of love for ourselves, love for our life, love, and all you are is love being expressed in human form, which is a very woo thing to say. Maybe it resonates. Maybe you're like, that bitch be crazy. Cool. I guarantee you, you're meant to hear it. All you are is a state of love being expressed in physical form. So when you are out of tune with that love, internally, you will be out of tune with that in your life, out of alignment, whatever the, f I don't know why I said attitude. <laughs> so for tuning an instrument. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's not that you can't have the external things. It's that the driving force behind it has to come from that state of love and happiness internally. That's not like I have to love my fat arm. It's not like I have to love the things that I don't love in the physical world. It's a state of internal connectedness to love. You don't have to love the fact that your bank account says negative or love the fact that, I don't know, your son, God forbid, has a, an awful medical condition that makes you fearful. Every Like, I'm not saying you have to love things that you don't love, you know? But it's a connected state of love that's independent from everything else in the world. And that's when you attract better things, when you're connected to that. Whew, okay. So this is one of the reasons I really reworked the marketing for Life on Fire, my signature manifestation course. Um, it needed to reflect this deeper, this deeper work, deeper goals that you have. That's what I'm going to bring out of you. That's what the course gets you so deeply connected to that deep sense of thriving then gets to be a reflection or reflected to you in your external world. That means you feel fulfilled, you feel happy, you feel loved as you are where you are just because you're fucking alive. Not in an external sense, not in like a you have to be grateful sense, but in a deep connected sense. Many people coming in are craving that connection craving that spiritual connection to themselves that's what we're going to take out and from that place we get to create everything externally so head to johnnyaggressive.com slash life on fire capital l let me know if this hit home for you dm me all the things i love you thank you for being here